And we're back. I kind of forget the intro we used you to say, do. You said you used to say Maisie. Oh, you did something Maisie intros or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. It was something like that. Something official like. Oh, I forgot. And we are back. So I figured. We need like a special, it, unique well, I said uh, introduction to this back, one. And it sounded pretty cool, I thought. So do you think we should start doing that now? I don't know. We're, we're not back. No, always. We're not. Oh, well, no, we are, though, because well, we're back from something bigger than usual. But there will always be back from a, a week long hiatus. But you were on a month long hiatus, huh? Yeah. So were you. Were you right? No. Weren't we both? Yeah, but it was not my fault. I was I was here. I was at Boston College waiting for you to come back to me with right. open arms. Right. Well, I would do but it again you, if uh, so if you, I could. Okay, so I guess we'll just get, we'll just jump into it. So you're trying to tell me. Yeah. Now, would you sacrifice this show uh-huh. to be in Vienna the rest of your life? You know, if you could bring your family with you to Vienna, I would not live there. Why? I don't think I could live. Well, I think I could. I just don't think I'd be my happiest living in a different country. And but why? But does unpack that because I feel I, like people say, people have been saying you're you're more wor- worldly now that the people have said that about you. People have said this. Um, Full of crap they may be. <laughs> However, they have said this. Um, yeah, I think that's actually BS. Two wears. Uh, yeah, I think we should put the headphones. I think we, we used to wear the headphones. I don't know. I thought so. I don't remember. No, did we? No, yeah, we, we did. did. We did. We definitely did. Oh, because you can hear yourself now. Oh, it's a totally different feeling. See, I was feeling kind of odd, and now I can hear my own voice. Yeah, I can hear. And it feels it feels official. It feels official. Put the headphones on. Hold on, they they were backwards. Um. Yeah, you, all right yeah we're good we're good yeah, we're chilling all right here. great um a little too loud but listen you've been gone mm-hmm. our audience has missed you they've missed you especially they want to know how you're like i want this is what i want but regardless of what we were just saying about you living there let's go i want you to tell me a little bit about what happened or a lot about what happened when you were gone and then maybe a little bit about how you're adjusting back to life here now what what's uh, just just run me just run it down for us just run it down. Well, there's a lot to say and too little time to say it. We'll set up the give me the best um, parts. Yeah, well, you know I am a 21 year old now. Yeah, <laughs> you are, baby. Happy uh, birthday. Le- Happy late birthday. Legal to drink. That is. Wow. Um, I just want to throw that out there. The premise. So we can talk about drinking in the show now. No yeah. consequences. No. Oh my god. <laughs> the feds will not be after us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they were before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um. Yeah. Is that a new thing? Again? No, it's nothing. I mean, it, uh, <laughs> did you like plan that? No, or? I didn't plan it, but I, I, it's something that I was doing you the last couple twice months. Twice in like a span of ten seconds. You, some of the people who l- listen to the show will know it wasn't me who started it, but mm-hmm. just get this continue. Who started it? Uh, so Brian Scott, he is a friend at UMass Amherst who mm-hmm. did it, started doing it, and then Brian started doing it, and then I started doing so it, you're to and then my this, dad started this doing fan, it. This uh, friend of Brian. Or? So I'm trying to emulate Brian, really. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to emulate him, you know. Yeah, right. He does everything so cool and well. Yeah, he does. I'm kidding. What a good guy. No, let's not do that right now. So, um, to answer your question. Yep. A lot of drinking goes on over there. Okay. Um, I think there's this, uh, I think you'd probably agree, and I think most of our listeners agree, there's this um, kind of consensus almost from both Europeans and Americans, I would say. Yeah. That, you know, Americans drink a lot more. Americans drink a lot more irresponsibly. Yada, yeah, yada, it's yada. definitely the what people. That's that's the same. That's, that's the stereotype. The, uh, yeah. I guess. Well, I think saying that bluntly like that, Americans drink more. Period. I think it's foolish. I think interesting. I think it's very foolish. I think there is a lot of drinking to be done in Europe, especially with like our crowd, our age, mm. with our peers. Um, 
and they can get just as irresponsible as we do. I think the stereotype just comes from people looking at tailgates and looking at um, just like big like grilling parties or like college parties, you know, because that's a big thing too. Um, like the college that I went to, the university rather. Shut <laughs> um, up. So, so that was a worldly thing to say. So there's a bunch of universities in Vienna, obviously, but I got to know one of them really well, the one I went to, and then two other ones I kind of saw on the periphery of my university, and none of them have dorms. None of them have on-campus living, so to say. Oh, so everyone lives apartments. in apartments. It's all apartments. They call them flats over there, flats. And you think right? that... And that... I think that, I honestly do think it's a big part of this stereotype. Because when you think of Americans drinking a lot or drinking too much, you think of or irresponsibly. Don't you think of like college kids, frats, sororities, Greek yeah, life, stuff the, like that? That's, yeah, it's the it's the culture that was created because of that social and that's when it comes situation. To, and that's that's when it's most apparent. Wouldn't you agree? Mm. That's interesting. I see. That's something I did not know. I did not know that you were just everyone was living no, in apartments. And, and, There's, just, and people may say, "Well, you were in Vienna. You were in a big city. No, yeah. duh, there were no dorms." And I'm not speaking for every college. Or there maybe there's some with dorms, but. My campus was a good 20 minutes outside the city of Vienna. I mean, it was kind of like BC, kind of like this okay. far away. Yeah. Um, their transportation's a lot faster, so it felt like, I mean, it was like a five-minute like metro, but same distance relatively. So, yeah, I would argue that, do you hear that? Yeah, it's a loud knocking. Yeah, what is that? Who's to say? Yeah. Don't let it distract you from. I think but people. Yeah, are, I don't know. I think that's a part of it. Obviously, I think there are other reasons, and I think um, perhaps Americans do drink more. I'm not saying they don't, but um, there was definitely a lot of drinking done over there, especially with other international students. Just because it's kind of like that. That it's like a frat party, but at a bar or a club. You know what mm. I mean? It's just a big group mm. of students. It, I mean, every time I went out, it was with twenty to twenty-five year olds. Really, I. Okay, it's not as interesting that you say that because why? maybe you think that you hanging out with 25-year-olds 20, is like, that's a thing that happens in Europe. It's like, you know, like the, like the age well, group is not as restricted. Yeah, but yeah. You, knowing you, you, for some reason, tend to hang out with older people anyway. Okay, so I'm well, not sure you can. I think you're only saying this for one reason. Because what? Because of those German friends I met. Yeah, the, the two, two old ago. German dudes. Yeah, because well, one of them is like 28 now. That's pretty old, um, but like you don't you think so? It's totally coincidence. Well, they're Europeans, right? I, okay, so, so I think I well, you know what the problem is. That's what's the problem? problem? But you know what the situation is. What's the situation? Remember Mike, the situation from the Jersey Shore? Um, no, uh, I never watched Jersey Mike, Shore. His nickname was the situation. Anyway, well, I you just revealed that to everyone that you watched Jersey Shore at some point. Carly used my sister used to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sneak a peek. Yeah, sneak a peek. It's a good show. No, I don't I mean I don't know. I'm not a love reality television. Oh, okay. Well, all those I don't do reality like that home show I showed you. Yeah, that was TV. yeah, yeah. I didn't like. Ah, it was like kind of interesting. I can't imagine binge watching any of that though. I right, go. We, we did all eight in like an hour or two. Wow. Like, what What do you think yeah, of the Queer Eye show? Not, I actually kind of liked it. I, I thought that was actually pretty. I, but again, I liked one episode, but, but I'm not going to watch it again. It's also possible that that one episode that she showed us. Your girlfriend, that is. Not yeah. you have a girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow. It's, it's, you know, that's kind of weird that, that just, last time we were here, there was not even a just, sniff of a girlfriend. I just broke the silence. I, I just put it out there. I imagine like, everyone like, who's listening to this knows think, that. Do you think we can equate um, Mysterio giving away Peter Parker's identity 
as as at to the me end. breaking the silence about your new girlfriend? No. I don't know. I, I feel because like you're on the same plane almost. In terms of what? When Mysterio reveals Spider-Man's identity, it's terms, destructive. It's it's in terms of global significance, Will. But there's no go- there's not global consequences. Not yet. <laughs> Student enough there'll be little William Manzies running around. That's wow, you're making you're making implica- you're implying I, I, things about my hey, relationship. Whoa, we derailed. You know, getting back on track here. Okay, let's run it back. So, so the the old people you hang out with, yeah, yeah. you're a weird person for that. Well, what I'm trying to say is I think um, picture a American man or woman okay. between 26 and 28. Sure. You go up to this person and try to start a conversation. Are they receptive? And they know you're 21. Um, it's like... Um, what are the chances that they I are honestly, receptive and kind? Well, let's back up just let's back up a little bit and I'll recontextualize and I'll say that in that under those circumstances, I don't think that I would even feel like it was appropriate to go. Oh, I just wouldn't be inclined to go up to them. Which kind of lends itself to what you're trying to say. Yeah, what I'm trying to um, say is they over there they, they don't really they don't focus on that so much as a uh as a division, you know what I mean? Like 22 is 28 is 25. They don't really, but here it, it, it's so common for people our age to look at 27, 28 year olds. Those are grown adults. Those are, okay. they have their lives together. They no. don't, they don't binge drink at frat houses on Saturday. Nights, no. You know what I mean? Like, no. I think there's that different thing, but I also would want to say is, um, over there, college is a lot different, right? So like the kid I met up with last weekend from BU, he's 25 and he's in his undergrad still. There's no rush over there. There's no, there's no like preconceived notion that like we need to like that they, they need to get their undergrad done by 22. There's no, oh, I need my get my life together by 24. You know what I mean? There's none of that. Um, and I think that plays a role too. Do you see that, like that, um, that idea of like not rushing things? Yeah. Is that something that you think? helps them in the long run or like like what is like well i i kind of maybe it's uh, just a less stressful life and as no stress out. is never good for long term there's health. an asterisk there because there's, you, there's an asterisk next to this whole like not rushing things and it being cool and hanging out with people yeah, yeah. Years younger than you. and that is that all these people that i've met are Pretty wealthy, pretty well off, come from a good family, come oh, from a wealthy family. So they so can. So I'm thinking that they have the luxury to do so because a university is profoundly cheap over there, if not free. Really? Yeah. Um, I, see, then, I did not know that. Like, for example, the university I went to, uh, students there pay 200 euros a month, or not a month, a semester. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 200. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. That is that's like two hundred fifty bucks. That's nuts. Yeah, right. And and they have like thirty something thousand uh, students. But the point is, is and then I think so. That's for the first first eight semesters, seven semesters. Because like ideally, you get your degree done in seven or eight semesters, right? Yeah. After that, it's like eight hundred euros a semester. Okay, even so, that's cheap. So it's kind of saying like, hey, get your degree done. But even if you can't, it's okay because it's still cheap. Because the the next. The next bracket is not that high. Right. And, uh, and that's the thing is like if we don't get our degree done in four years, we're You're screwed. just wasting money. You're wasting money. You're screwed. You got to pay an extra tens whatever, of thousands yeah. of whatever. Are the, so, I mean, are these U.S. universities really that much better than the European you know, ones? Like why? 
why would you know you see this all the time you these european students or even or anywhere in the run the world they come to the u.s to get an education so you're obviously paying a significant amount more uh, significant amount more so is that but like look at the discrepancy is that really worth it that's the thing because i don't i mean who's to say i think it's worth it for those that want to work in the states and that want to move their lives here permanently. And I think that's true for a lot of international students that come to the States. So you think you can't get a job out of, like, if you get a degree out of one no, of those? No, I'm not saying you can. I just think it's probably more ideal if you already have, like, a visa set up and stuff like that. And you're mm. already used to the U.S. And mm. I don't know. Maybe maybe employers look at that. I'm not sure. But um, what, was, what I was going to say is um, in Vienna, at a Christmas market, I actually ran into a. What's a Christmas market? Um, it's like a, um, you ever heard of like the Chris Kindle market in Chicago? No. They based that off of the Christmas markets that I was at in Vienna. They have them all over Europe, really. It's kind of like, a, it's like a Christian tradition, but it's really secular. You're not describing what it is to me. It's like, um, it's like a bunch of booths, um, lined up. People are selling like handmade, like wooden things is one booth, like all wood, like wood, um, cutting boards, uh, utensils. Stuff like that. Then maybe the next booth over is selling like uh, sausages and like certain types of food. It's just like a bunch of little huts, like in a big area. Um, I don't know if Boston is. Why is it connected to Christmas? Because it's like the idea of giving things. Is Um, that that what it is? I don't know. When Christmas comes around, um, they like set them up in the beginning of December or like late November. Oh, so it's really just Um, a seasonal thing. Yeah, it's like it's like a Christmas uh, thing, and they always have like. I can show you pictures if you'd like, but um, they always have like big like Merry Christmas signs and and tons of decorations and and they always have like hot wine that okay. you drink. It's like the hot, hot wine. Co- they have hot cocoa as well, but hot wine's more common. It's sweet. Is it good? Um, it is pretty good. Is I it like, red wine or it's it, it's red, but it's definitely just it's probably in some of its own category. I think no. It's hot wine. Who I I look at these new things. I I never heard of that. That sounds kind of gross to me. In fact, you but. know, I was kind of nervous about it but i actually had my first cup in budapest um yeah i had my first cup in budapest we were walking in this like park in the, in the center of budapest and um there was like this old lady selling like this big pot like a witch almost she looked like she was starting this big pot of like red stuff there's a bunch of like weird stuff in there okay yeah and i asked her what it was and she said it's hot wine and i said how much and she like looked at me and my friends and she was like 15 euros and i was like there's no way i'm paying 15 euros for a cup of hot wine i don't care how good it is <laughs> i don't care if she fucking made it herself whoa, oh, I just swore. Whoa, watch your mouth we're on uh, public radio <laughs> 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 oh, oh man yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right so what's the what was the initial point okay, you're making? so the point is that i went to this next guy the guy was like hey it's five euros a cup and i said okay give me that because like i had a five year old okay and then I tried it there. My point is that I tried it there. So when I came back to the Christmas markets, I was like, oh, hot wine. I've had this before. It's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? So I got over that hump in Budapest. Okay. So when I came back to Vienna and I saw hot wine at the Christmas markets, I wasn't like. All right. So why do we bring up the Christmas markets again? I'm trying to remember what we were talking about. I forget too. How about this? Mm-hmm. I think the people would like to know. <laughs> yeah. Like, as you told me, you oh, traveled. Yeah, I ran into an old Iowa couple. Um, an old couple from Iowa. And, um, oh, this is the thing. Oh. Yeah, and the, and the mom and the mom does whatever. The dad was a university professor, and he, he taught in. He's from Amsterdam, and he taught in Amsterdam for a while, and then or he's not from Amsterdam. Sorry, he would be offended. He's from the Netherlands. Oh, okay. Like, why? Well, why is that? Why would it be offensive? Because everyone thinks that everyone from the Netherlands is from Amsterdam, when really Netherlands is a lot bigger than just Amsterdam. Mm. It's like people saying, "Oh, you're from New York." Did you make a mistake America. and say that somebody in? It, 
I did. I well, there was a kid like in my class, but it's it's a long story. Okay. Anyway, um, I like to hear. Um, he's from somewhere. On time, he's from somewhere, and uh, okay. But he was telling me that he taught in, at both the University of like Iowa, like Iowa State, maybe, and then um, also in Amsterdam or whatever. Yep. And he said the he said the main difference that he saw is just the, the styles, not necessarily like the strength of the programs more so just the styles of lectures styles of homework styles of tests stuff like that hmm. so they like kind of bring bring that argument to a close i think i think the the pricing situation doesn't reflect like the strength of a program necessarily okay so I, think, I think it's just you shouldn't bother trying to link them. i think that's just become u.s culture to this point all right i will accept that but i like i i i'm, I'm curious because I, I didn't even know I don't even know anything about. Honestly, I've never even thought about like that. Th- those differences before. I never imagined there would be there would be differences like that. So I'm yeah. I, I'm doing my own research on my own time. Yeah. So what's on your mind? I, I just want um, we're about to segue into a different segment because I'm getting some texts, and but I first want before we close up this little thing, I, I think the audience would like to know. Uh-huh. Just I want because you ra- you talked to me about this before. You traveled all around Europe, right? As much so as I, I want you to list off to the audience where you what the different places you went, just like really quickly. Sure, sure. All I'll the different that. places that you travel um, to. The cities, you mean? Cities, yeah. Yeah. So I lived in Vienna. Okay. Um, I would travel to Budapest. Yep. Prague, Brussels, Luxembourg, London, Milan, and then I traveled to a bunch of the cities in Germany as well. Those including Munich and Trier. Those are the ones people probably recognize. Yeah. If any, the other ones were a bunch of little small ones. I went in like a ten day like little backpack little bender, trip. little yeah. bendy. <laughs> started started off as a bender. Started off in Munich, and we didn't see much of the city because you're just too busy getting we, absolutely uh, messed up beyond your mind. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that was the most drunk I've been with purely beer. Because there was nothing else we drank. We only drank beer. Your tummy must have been full, huh? Oh yeah. Big bloated tummy. Oh, I get. I get. I showed you a picture. Of yeah, your face right? got My a little. Face gets fat. It's that's so My weird. Face gets fat when I like. When does it? Especially when I'm hungover. How long does it take for it to shrink? Just the next day when I'm hungover. Usually, oh, that's good. And then usually back to like. All right, then what? So then, now going off of that, let us know what was your favorite. What was the best city you visited, or where did you have the best time? Yeah, I, I'm going to need a lot of size from this, and oh, you would say that. London? You know? No, not London. Oh, okay. Vienna, where I lived. Oh, you such a beat. See, no, I'm come on, because you live there. I, I mean, know, like. It's not even, I mean, <laughs> Vienna and Prague are equally very nice. They're super, they're super nice cities. Super clean, super pretty, everything. Vienna and Prague both have it all in that regard. Okay. But in my opinion, obviously, I lived in Vienna, so to me, it's like, oh, I know some local bars, I know this, this, and that, you know, I speak the language, sort of. So for me, it would be that, but in more of like a, and more of like a very interesting, like the most interesting city was yep. definitely Budapest. Because? It's just It's just strange, man. It's cool. It's awesome. What's strange? The, ar- the infrastructure, the culture, the people, what is it? Everything. Is it? All of it. All it's just it. all kind of weird. It's just all, it's hard to, you can't even, I can't even use a word. You'd have to go there to, to like get what you're saying. And it's huge. I don't think people would realize it. And it's, you know, it's actually the formation of two cities. Buddha was and a Pest? city and Pest was a city. Okay. And there's City's a river. Name and, is there's Pest. A, and there's a river down the middle. Called the. Uh, I believe it's the Danube oh. River. Um, but yeah, so it, it was two cities at one point and then they, uh, I don't really know the history, but why are you giggling at your phone? Because uh, 
Moan, what we're going to talk about next, we're going to do a little bit of a BK Baller segment. As you guys know, BK Baller is a very good friend. And he's been texting me up the chain because he's listening to this live. No, he's not. Swear to God, he is. And he's probably drunk off his ass because he's he's in... He's in, he's abroad. For those of you who don't know, BK Ball is abroad right now. He's in Parma, Italy. It's twelve thirty p.m. Uh, a.m. There, I believe. These are the three three texts we've gotten from him so far. Nothing wrong with Jersey Shore. I agree. Public radio trost, referring to when you swore. True. And it's a big bloated trost, referring to us talking about your big bloated belly. Uh, so I thought we would. I mean, I wrote this in the agenda. I thought we'd talk a little bit about BK Baller. And how excited we are for him to yeah, have the time of his life in Italy right now. Absolutely. I think you didn't get – it's as appeared to me that he's been getting drunk every night as he should be. Um, Honestly, that's the same thing I what, did the first week. What do you think what, – what is – what's in store for him? Him – cater this to him. What's in store for him? How does this play out for yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Baller is going to have the best semester of his life. Um, and for two reasons. A, the semesters he's had at, here previously at BC probably weren't – weren't too awesome. They weren't I'm crazy good. Yeah, yeah. Let's, be, let's, be, like, let's be blunt. Still 1 to 10, probably like 4. 3. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, this is going to be like 7.5 plus. No you think, what. oh my God, yeah. Um, that seems to be the, the theme, the yeah. recurring so theme there. It's awesome. It's awesome, but it's awesome for a lot of reasons. And I think Baller has all of the resources um, at his disposal in order to make this semester as awesome as he can. You know, he was telling me that there was a group of girls that um, asked him to join them in their trip to no shit. Uh, Copenhagen. Are you shitting me? Hey, public reading. Are you kidding me? Um, he didn't tell me this. In this upcoming weekend. And, no way. You know, well, me and Baller have a different relationship. Than oh, you're Baller. so full of it, dude. You're well, no, so full fair, of it. To be fair. What? Me, like I already went, you know, I think it, it's normal for Baller to ask a question like that. BK Baller also confirmed that there was a, they were a 3.5 rating. Okay. 3.5 rating. Those first. Okay. Continue. So... Um, and I, I'm not bringing this up to like put ball on a blast or anything. I'm bringing it up because this is an opportunity, right? This is an opportunity. And and you could think about it. Oh, I'd rather sit in my big red chair. I'd rather watch a TV show. You know, for people like I don't think you ever get like this. At least it doesn't seem like it. But I understand baller at a, to a certain level because I feel like that sometimes too. You know, I just want to stay in. You know this. Like sometimes I'm just like, no, I'm not going out. I want to yeah. stay in. I'd rather be right back. I'd rather do something, right? But Europe is not the place for that. And he may want to just lay in his hotel bed, lay in his apartment bed, and and just let the weekend like go by casually. But this is an opportunity; it's never come up before. A group of girls is invited you to go go to Copenhagen. You go, and and this one's actually the most important. Whether he wants to go to Copenhagen or not, he the first trip you make friends with people. You oh, so the first trip away from where you guys are at. The first trip, like lets that group know hey i'm a part of this group now and that that can lead to so many future opportunities bk baller wants to say that trost has given me fantastic advice invaluable info he's he, so drunk he's so <laughs> drunk the fact that he tuned in is really right now, he, i hope he's off i hope he's drunk off of wine because the, the wine i had in milan was fabulous wow fabulous. that's a big word some good wine. Wow. I, yeah, I hope he is too. You know, I um, I really – I'm pulling from I think this is good because for the main – like for the reason that you just said, we haven't had a great no. time here. So this is about – this right. is for him to now have a great time. Definitely. Forget about everything else. I'm sure, well, classes will be and, easy as hell, yeah, I imagine. I think he told me he's taking like an art class and then like an Italian. And I, I don't know what else, but he basically like uh, simplified it to art and Italian. Um, maybe a few are, maybe a few Italian, but regardless, his class is going to be easier. He's got so many opportunities and there's so much like, you know what I was saying? Like 
you go to a, to, to a American 28 year old, you wouldn't in the first place. And you do, they're not going to be receptive to you most likely because you're young, right? You're all oh, your stupid. Yeah, yeah. In Europe, it's not like that. Everyone's super friendly. All, all of the people I met from any country over there, they're all super friendly. We had these like big spritzer stand events. Okay. And I mean, there would be hundreds, maybe a thousand international students. And we would all just go up to each other and talk. Yep. I mean, it, was, it wasn't weird. It wasn't awkward. It was awesome. And I think there's a lot of opportunity for Baller to make some friends over there, go on some trips that he'll never forget. And most importantly, drink until he cannot drink anymore. And that's obviously most important. Um, he said, it looks, like he's, it looks like he's signing off. He said, lastly, sorry about Timeless Tom. Timeless Tom. He's referring to Tom Brady. He just wanted to tell me he was sorry. Oh. He's probably hitting the sack. Yeah, he might be. Um, I, don't, I don't blame him. But yeah, no, Baller's got a lot of opportunity ahead of him. And if he's signing off, there's a lot of romantic opportunity out there for him as well. Oh, my God. I mean, let's. Get, have let's, you seen him recently? I mean, he's just, he's, he's just a, he, I don't even know how to describe he him. He has a, a great physique. He's a great guy. Chiseled, handsome face. A, a, like a slight bit of scruff that really suits him. Um, broad shoulders. Tall, long, yeah. The the woman, those the, the the woman on that trip. I bet they're. I can. I can only. I bet they're eating him up right now. I, I'm sorry. I, the girls, even in the the girls in the BC program. I bet they're eating him up. He's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but approachable. Exactly. I mean, isn't that the best kind of? You couldn't you couldn't dream up anybody better than that. So I think he's gonna have. I think it's gonna. I think we're gonna hear some great stories. I'll no. We'll probably have to really muster some great stories out of him when he gets back. But I'm sure he'll have them on hand. To be honest, I'm sure. And you know. Um, I think this is a good segue into some secret questions we got from uh, a number of the audience. Secret questions? Well, not, not necessarily secret. I think, anonymous? I think, yeah, anonymous. And it's from a group of group of anonymous senders. Okay. Um, I have them in a list here. Would you like me to go from most interesting to least interesting? Or how would you... You want to do this, uh, I think, least... Or mix them up, least, most. Uh, interesting, not interesting, interesting, not interesting. Well, I mean, they're all pretty interesting, but one of them... Two, well, one or two of them are most interesting. But I think we should just do like a rapid kind of fire. Okay. These are mostly, I think, catered towards you. Oh. Who made these Who made these questions? Just a bunch of, you know, friends of mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Just how about, let's do this like pretty quick. All right, yeah. We're already about halfway. Thoughts on baseball Hall of Fame voting? Any, any specific thoughts? Uh, I think that, I'm, I think that David Ortiz deserved to get in, but I also think that, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens deserve to get in. And the flack that David Ortiz is receiving is only because they didn't, not because not he's undeserving. I think that steroids were a huge part of the game, unfortunately, for better or for worse, for about a 15-year span, uh, not even, 10-year span or so. And um, I think, I'm sure, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if any, every at least 75% of all the players in the league who were anybody we're probably doing something, some of it at some point. So I and, and I think that. So I think you have to understand that, and nothing say not to say that's right, but you also have to. You can't ignore the impact these guys have had on the game. Barry Bonds is a top five hitter in MLB history. Roger Clemens is a top five pitcher in MLB history. These guys had great careers before they got the roids on their and their bodies. But so right. I don't know. Okay, that's my thoughts. Two cents. The next question I think is a little more catered towards me. What's the Bears' next move after firing Nagy? Um, oh, I just want to go out there and say that um, our new GM, Ryan Poles, 
He's a former BC football player. Wait, is he really? I didn't know that. BC football made their own post, actually. Uh, oh, shoot. Post. He played offensive line for Matt Ryan in his tenure. No shit. Yeah. He's a big dude. He must be, right? Yep. And, and uh, everyone had good things to say about him in the Chiefs organization. What's his name? Clark Hunt. The, the chairman and CEO, and okay. as well as Andy Reid. Great. Um, so I think we're on good, uh, making good progress there with our GM. I think it makes sense to get a good GM before we. Hundred percent. Don't let the owner hire the head seen, coach. I haven't seen any update on. Who are you interviewing? The Dolphins head coach. We Flores. I have. We haven't seen anything recently about Flores, but I saw that Dan Quinn made like second rounds of interviews. Did they, you guys? Did you guys interview Flores? I believe so. Like a week or two ago, and I haven't heard anything. Yeah, since. It seems like it's. But I've seen Dan Dan uh, Quinn's name more recently. With playoffs ramping up, it seems like the coaching searches for all the teams have come to a slowdown in terms of media coverage. Yeah. So I, I, we'll see what happens. Um, okay. Next question: What do both hosts? But uh, to answer that question, we don't really know. Let's see who we hire. Who's coach. to say? I think we're in a good direction though. What do both hosts think of LeBron's miraculous scoring run in year Oh, 19? my God. I Every don't. 30 points since the new year. Is this Brian? I, I could care less. I could literally no, care list, less. It's a list of questions. I could literally care less. You That's know, that. You know. He's, he, okay, whatever. I knew he was going to do that. The team sucks. <laughs> what do you want me to say? They have, they're under 500 as of yesterday. I don't know what happened. So what would you say? What do you, says, what do you think says more about LeBron? The Lakers' current status in the west or his miraculous scoring no I'll, I'll be honest the miraculous scoring run that team is a they that was a poorly constructed team let's be honest they, they signed a they, bunch of would you old have said that at the beginning of the year yes I, yes I, I never thought the team was going to be successful you can't sign a bunch of aging all these guys are like washed up oh they were all mvps they're all in the all-stars yeah when they were like 27 not now they're all in the 30s russell westbrook i always knew would be a disaster let's you be honest i hate i hate that guy and for good reason so uh, no, it's, it, right. says, it says more about LeBron. All right. Um, I personally couldn't care unless I either. I, I don't care. Yeah, you're right. I don't care. Like, I don't even, I don't even pay attention to it. in the playoff picture. They're eighth seed, I think. Eighth seed. It's just sad. Okay. Um, how has Jarosz been adjusting to off-campus life? What is his favorite thing about his trip abroad? Favorite thing about trip abroad? Honestly, just meeting friends. Nice. Meeting, uh, meeting people. Getting to know... Um, other perspectives out there. You're so philosophical. So worldly. Yeah. As Mary Splane would say, worldly. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Um, off-campus life is awesome so far, I think. I really like the separation, actually, between campus and off-campus. Oh, I thought you were going to say you like the separation you have from the others in the apartment because you have your own room, so you can have well, the rich time. Well, that's the thing. I really like my own room. It's really nice because I can study in there and You'll, not and feel you, like... And you can lock it, too. Yeah. You enjoy locking it, don't you? I do, when I sleep. So awful. Um, and then I also like it just because we've been cooking a lot lately, and I think it's something yeah. we can do together. You know, like yeah, it's fun. And I, I have, we, like I was telling you last night, we didn't cook at all for a semester, so you really brought that into the family. Good, not family. Good, I should say that because I ah, uh, this Soon. I wouldn't. Great, I wouldn't. Next question. Okay, who is winning the Super Bowl? Let's not answer that until we get into our next segment. Okay. Next question. What does Will have to say about Steph's horrendous shooting slump and him playing arguably the worst basketball of his career? It's definitely frustrating. I actually, I, I, I noticed it before the media did. Um, sure you did. Because I, I always keep tabs on his scoring. Yeah, you were on top sta- of that. stats like, and his box, the box scores. And the, there was a certain stretch of games 
couple, like a month and a half ago, even two months now, that he was putting up high numbers, but the efficiency was down. And I was like, "What's going on here?" Because I, 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 I don't, I don't like when he scores thirty points, but he shoots forty percent from the field. That's around the time that he was breaking the record, correct? Yeah, exactly. I remember, um, I remember him was, a few games before that shooting so many threes and only making a few. And he, I was like, "What is he doing?" He, he was, step. he was, he rushed it. He was pressing to get the record. Yeah, I think it affected him. I think now it's script. Is, I don't know script something. That's why it's continued. It sucks. So you have nothing more to say about it. No excuses. No, there's no excuses. He just he just fucked up his shot essentially. This next question is the best question. Save it for last. Okay. <laughs> what is it? I don't. Well, this is not coming from me. This is from a, a member of of our fans. Uh, the question is: Why is Will Manzi regularly Snapchatting Brian's girlfriend? Why is what did what did you do? At least all from Brian. Are these literally you, all from Brian? I told you it's a list. And no, it's a list of questions made by That's Brian. He texted you. That's not answering the first question. Because she added me on Snapchat. So you regularly Snapchat her? She I, added me. Hey, I'm just curious. She yeah. added me on Snapchat by, by, by number. So she was looking for me. Okay. And then we started Snapchatting because as Brian's friend, I'm fr- I should be friends with his girlfriend and regularly communicate with her. I have no problem with it. He, he's just joshing me. I can't believe he sent you all those freaking questions. They're all him. So the, I think the question still stands, why do you regularly Snapchat her? I don't know. I just like, I Snapchat four people. I Snapchat my girlfriend. I Snapchat Ryan Trost. I Snapchat BK Bar. And I Snapchat Brian's girlfriend, Julia Miller. So you Snapchat his girlfriend, but not him. Actually, never mind. I Snapchat Julia Miller, and I Snapchat Jacqueline Forbes, who is my other friend's girlfriend. So basically, the only girls I talk to are my own girlfriend and my friend's girlfriend, and then BK Baller. And me. And you. Not even. I don't actually. I don't Snapchat you that much anymore. Just text. Snapchat text. Sure. When you were abroad, it was. Sure. So that's that. Uh, yeah. So that, that was the uh, the list of questions. But he just text you now and do this. Nope. He is such a lug. Nope. I know it was him. I haven't talked to him for a few hours. So when he sent you that, I just, I'm just saying I haven't talked to him. It for was a few him hours. though, right? I'm not. I, okay. I, I think there's an anonymity that wants to be kept here. All right, so let's. Um, I'm assuming, I'm assuming. Now that we're done with those stupid questions, I'm just gonna say I'm, I was, they were stupid. They were dumb. I don't know. I don't just because I know they were Brian's. I kind of like them. Um, right now, our other uh, roommate, big. Oh yeah. Our other roommate, Ute, who I started referring to as Big Ute this past semester. Now I'm trying to put Tay on him or Tay Tay. He doesn't like the Tay Tay. He didn't have a good reaction to that. But Big Ute, though, come on. Big Ute's not bad. Thanks. So Big U right now is at the apartment with a woman. He is. So you know, well, he had a big, he had a little bit of a COVID scare. Oh yeah. Uh, about two weeks ago, he tested positive for coming back to campus. Anyway, he figured it all out. And now he's here. Now he's back. Now he's got this new flame going on. She's a BU girl. She's a BU girl. Blonde. The first time they met, actually. Tonight. He says that apparently she's tall. Hmm. Like tall. According he to said him uh, according to him, not according to you. She's yeah. five eight, five seven. He said before he met her though. That's not very tall. Do you think when we get back, she'll be there? I don't know. I really hope so. I hope so. But you see, I, I, I wonder what he's going to act like. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I seen know. him with they a girl. Very, apparently, they've been talking for six weeks, and this is the first time they've met. It's the culmination of lots of tension. Yeah. Over text tension. I think he's Holy really nervous. Boy. He is. He was so nervous. So, he was, whether she's there or not, we're going to come back to a, a new day that we're going to need to question right I'm going to have to grill a shit. He's not going to say it. Uh, we'll we'll give him, a little, give him some beers first. Then we'll get a sense of how awkward he's made. Yeah. Yeah, we can come back with some beers. Oh, that reminds me. You know, on our way home, we could, we have the opportunity to shop for groceries. So. Not that we need to. We have a lot of stuff back at our place, but we are wondering what we should eat for dinner tonight on coming, after coming back from the show. We were wondering if you guys had any, um, what do you call those? 
um, yeah. opinions, suggestions, suggestions. That's yeah, what it is. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, any, we're we're open to anything. Open if you want to throw up a little thing, for, or just DM us. Just DM us your, what do you think we should so have? Yeah, oh, we'll go to the grocery right? store, or we either we either we go to the gro- either we go to the oh, shit. Wow. Either we go to the grocery store, or yeah. we have a bunch of chicken in the fridge. We do. And that's pretty much it, though. Yeah. But rice, we have a bunch of rice. We frozen chicken too. I don't know frozen chicken. We have uh, some pa- some dollar macaroni. We, we love pasta. Yeah, we could do. We have mac and cheese. We do a lot of everything. So yeah, whatever, you just tell us. But yeah, I'm really uh, I'm excited to see Ute after he hangs out. This yeah, I'm actually me too. I think it's gonna be interesting to see how he is. Um, maybe hope maybe she's maybe this is I hope it maybe it sticks. And then maybe she's over all the time. Maybe that'll be better because you know that'll be better considering you know my. <laughs> Um, my tendency tendencies to, to not be to around and um, basically always be with your girlfriend. I I like to think that people have people the people at BC that I hang out with they really like her. I, I that's what I, I that's what I got the sense the first semester. So I have no problem with having sure, her come. And we sure. can all hang out. But how often do you think you'll be leaving this semester? Because apparently last semester it was a problem. Problem is the wrong word. Well, I think some people would say problem. BK baller. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Was it a problem? Why would BK baller say it's? I felt bad every time. However, that makes it so much better. No, can I? That's why I said however. Okay, listen. You mentioned previously that this the last two years of our life here were shit. Basically, three and a half. The BK baller rated it, and that's that's optimistic. So. I was not gonna let myself sit around. You guys had a bachelor pad. No, dude, we didn't. We had one party, and it was all the people that the same people. So it's like you know what I mean. So like, I just realized that it was gonna be another sad semester, and it was gonna be like I have nothing to do. I don't have much of a social life. My friend, my buddy Rish, is not around. He's pretty much my main man. So what? What am I gonna do? So I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna. Not go because I feel like so you bad. I think I think that anyone would do the same thing. Anyone in my situation, I think BK Dute would do the same thing if they had the opportunity. It's possible. It's very possible. You would do the same thing as you admitted to me. If Hannah lived an hour away, I would see hour and a half. Often. You'd see her very often. She would come to you. And it's not like let's be honest. I'm not. I, I wasn't leaving every weekend. We tried to. We really did like do an on like back and forth. Okay. So I was there at least every weekend. Every other weekend, I would be there. She would be there with us, but it wasn't a problem. Yeah, like we just hung out. Like, but I, I like I, if they, like honestly, I would rather them just tell me if they didn't like hanging out with her when she came. But I got the sense that it really didn't change anything because I can just act like anything around her. Right. I can just be everyone can be friends. Right. She seems like she'd hang out with the boys just fine. Hundred percent. It's just not have to like. And look, I get it. There's boys nights, there's guys nights. Well, I have the weekdays for that. Like I don't have like. You yeah, know. that's true. So. Um, but that's that. Um, I think we should skip the uh, the bowls update. Oh, it's tough. I know you really wanted to do that. I think we should maybe talk about that next time or something. Okay, so because um, we've done a lot of. I mean, we are a sports radio show. Oh shit! That's yeah. We but we need to catch up on you, bud. Yeah, we need you to give us a little riff sure, about sure. whatever you were doing. So, yeah. all right. Uh, so do you want do you want to do um do you want to recap this past weekend's games or do you want to just preview the upcoming games? Um, Wow, that's creaky. Did you hear that? Jeez, oh man. Jeez, that. oh jeez. Well, get I think out of town. Be a good idea. Well, we only have time for one. Is what you're saying? Right. Do what do you think? I would rather. Oh, uh, when do we? What matchups? When do we start this show? Uh, six oh five. I believe six oh six. All right, let's just do it. 
Okay, so let's do a brief, a brief, well, brief overview of last weekend. Essentially, you talk about Bengals Titans. Brief overview. Bengals Titans. Bengals go up early. Titans make somewhat of a comeback effort, but ultimately Ryan Daniel has three interceptions all game, and he sucked. And Bengals win on a mate. Not great. You could tell he just hadn't played. Like I don't know. People were like, "Oh, Derrick Henry's gonna run all over." The Bengals defense, dude. He hadn't played in like two month, three, right, two, right. three months. Yeah, Came off a significant injury. Like he's not just going to be like old Derrick Henry. So Ryan Tannehill basically lost him the game because he threw a pick in the last minute, I mean, and then Evan I mean, McPherson hit yeah. a big kick. Kick, and that guy's a freaking amazing kicker. He he's might be the best kicker in the league. He is clutch. What about Joe Burrow? And Joe Burrow is so cool, complexed. In fact, he's cool there. In fact, he might be the next Tom Brady, second-year player, wow. leading his team to an unexpected run in the playoffs. He's, tr- but he's actually more talented than nobody Tom Brady. Saw, nobody saw the Bengals here. He's more talented than Tom Brady was at his age, a hundred percent. And he just—I love how all now going into this next game, they've saying, "Guys, stop pinning us as the underdog. We don't want the underdog label." Dave, that's been a big, um, like a big message coming out of their like- camp. We don't want it as in like a we're don't, scared of it. Or no, we're, like not, a, we're like we're better than that. No, we're yeah, we're better than that. We don't want the underdog label. We're just as good as every other team. The coach said it. Burrow said it. So yeah. What are the Packers? Minute or less recap. Go. Essentially, a slug, uh, not uh, like a dog fight. Um, no one could really score. Rogers couldn't do anything. Fortnite's defense was smothering. Jimmy G looked pretty bad. Um, special teams in the Packers was awful. Allowed the Niners to tie the game. Both teams were terrible. Rodgers couldn't mount a game-winning drive. Jimmy Garoppolo could. Robbie Gold, the former Bears kicker, nailed gold, the game-winning field goal. Good as gold. It's in a game that I picked the Packers to win simply because I could not believe that they would blow it again. They did. So I should have known. Um, all right. Uh, a little question after that. Is Jimmy G good or just plain lucky? Mix of both. He's definitely better than people give him credit for. Because that the Niners have been uh, above it's average teams the since they jo- he joined them. When he's playing. It's so there yeah, must be something. Else. There's something. So Whether it's leadership or just on the field. Or skills, he makes. Others. I think he makes. I think yeah. Like certain throws. He makes good plan. decisions yeah. that sometimes. So yeah, he's definitely good. Just sometimes he's an idiot. But yeah. all right, um, Rams Bucks. Minute or less. I think I'm gonna tag team here with you. Is Rams I dominated? The Rams dominated the first half. And the third and the, and the third quarter, not dominated, but and most of the third quarter. Um, and then the Bucks came crawling back. Is we kind of all had a feeling they would. I mean, they have. Not to I mean, extent, they have Tom. They have Tom Brady. To that extent, I didn't think it would happen. But honestly, it was most of their defense. Let's be real. It, it was, was most of their defense. Like uh, you could say, the the Rams definitely screwed it because they bumped. They four turnovers, but. Cam the the Bucks defense made great plays in the ball too. I think Cam Akers loves to fumble. I think he enjoys it. I think he likes it. You think he make turn him on? I think I think he goes out there with the intent to fumble. I, I mean, it looked like that. Now remember the, the end of the game when he was out to get first down. First play, second play of the drive. Yeah, and that just was it wasn't. I mean, let's be honest. Every defender is trying to do the bump the ball out, the, you know, yeah. punch the ball out every play. Both, so, teams, both teams made a lot of mistakes. Both teams had a lot of opportunity off those other teams' mistakes. And I think at the end of the day, it just came down to the Bucks not uh, taking advantage of the ample mistakes made. Yeah, they honestly, the they could have won that, the Bucks. They, they usually could have won that game. But I also think that the Rams played a very good game, at least for two and a half, three quarters. They did. Um, and they proved that they're I really think, the better, healthier team. And I think what we also saw is that Matt Stafford is very underrated. 
He's very underrated. He is. Nobody thinks about him. Nobody considers him he's in not, any of this. But he's he's been solid. Let's win something first. Let's win something real. Okay. But he he didn't blow a game. That doesn't mean anything. I'm to me. not putting him on the level of like guys like Rodgers or Brady or anything. Yeah. Like okay. That. But I'm saying that the fact that he was on the Lions, I think, for a guy like that, can be an excuse. Obviously, for a Rodgers or a Brady, it's not right. Because you put Tom Brady on the on the Lions, they're winning something. Maybe not a Super Bowl, but they're going to the playoffs at least. Yeah. Pro- yeah. Rodgers as well. Right, but Matt Stafford, I don't think you can put that on him because I don't think he's at that S tier. I don't think he's at that tier anymore. He's not S tier, but he's. But I think that's a legit reason as to why he's so underrated. But is he like Flacco, or is he like? Mm, well, I don't know. Like I mean, Matt Ryan, or is he like, or is he like Russell Wilson? Because those three different types of guys I see. Yeah. I see. What Ma- do you see in Flacco? I see, Flacco was like the a pretty average quarterback who had one elite run. No, I don't see that. Next. I see Matt Ryan as a really good quarterback who had an elite run, but didn't win. But like had one, had one elite run, but it was always a really good quarterback. And I see Russell Wilson as a guy who's like below the tier of Brady Rodgers, but he can win Super Bowls. I'd say Matt Ryan in the sense that because he's good all season. He's he's. Can you tell me what, what's this Joe Flacco BS you disagreeing with? No, no, like I'm saying, like I wouldn't equate. Oh, I thought you were trying to say my description. No, no, okay, all right, okay. I, I, I think you're right. I think I would say Matt Ryan just because Stafford is good during the regular season. It's just the Lions one. I, I think you're right. I think because I think I think he's actually the same thing as Matt Ryan. Matt, we've seen Matt Ryan play great football on good and the teams. Suck. And the Falcons, but the Falcons right now, essentially the Falcons when they were good were like the Rams now, and, and the yeah, Falcons when they were bad exactly. are like the Lions when Matt Stafford was on them. So I think it's a good comparison. Yeah, I would agree. But let's see if he can. I think he wins a Super Bowl. I think he might automatically be on Russell Wilson. Ah, not automatically, but like he's he surpasses Matt Ryan. And I think I think what it does too is it puts a lot of. A lot of eyes on him looking going forward because he's only what 34 35 i don't know how old he is do you know how old he is Stafford. he's 33 33 he's 34 well he's probably got maybe four or five years left depend and you never know longevity nowadays Bray showed the path you know yeah as long as in, no injuries he could go a lot longer and if he stays in this Rams team they can do a lot of damage in the future i agree um, all right quickly pat um let's go back to the pack one, one more question the packers game though yeah Roger Aaron Rodgers, what is the deal? What's he doing? What's he gonna do? Is I don't know. I, that I, is something that's. This, this, I don't know what's gonna happen with that. I don't understand. I I really honestly, it's like one of the Earth's mysteries. What his Aaron failures? Rogers so bad in the playoffs. He's literally so bad. He's just in effect. His right? stats they like weren't. It's it's weird. Yeah, ten points. His stats were no touchdowns. He. The, he scored no touchdowns. His stats weren't like miserable, but it's like he was ineffective. Yeah. Couldn't move the ball. And it's weird. I mean, we were just talking about the other day. He can drop 40 points in the team, no problem. Look the other way, smile on camera, go on Tucker Carlson. But somehow in the playoffs, he just can't get in the end zone. Do you think the pressure has mounted so much, has been building over the years? I don't know. I because saw, of the losses and the losses that now it's say, so hard to. I saw him say something about um, how there was like a lot of. Uh, like criticism and a lot of like wishing that they would lose because of his like vaccination status and his like the politics of it all. And I just think that's so unrelated. That's not true though. I just think it's so unrelated in the sense like how does that affect your performance? I mean, how like if you're that good of a player, how are you even letting like someone say like, oh, like you shouldn't play or you shouldn't talk like that? Like how are you letting someone say that? How are you letting that affect how you play in the playoffs? And all the highest, the highest. The highest level. And also, I don't know about you, but like, maybe I'm totally just blind to what the rest of the population 
the rest of the population's motivation behind rooting against him. I root against him because I don't like him as a player. I'm not gonna root for him. I, I don't. No, I was not like him. Because I was not. Think he's better than Brady. All right, but I, okay, fine. But I, but I would never. I was never. It didn't cross my mind once. Like, oh, he didn't get vaccinated. I'm rooting against him. But maybe there are yeah. people out there like well, that. I don't I'm know. thinking there are. Not that it, I, I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter at all. It's stupid. They didn't even bring up because, like, you know, like with politics comes. Do you think people rooting for and against certain? Do you think with with what that's with that's what that statement might suggest is this guy lets things get in his head yeah. in the wrong way? I don't know. I just think, honestly, he's a fraud. He's embarrassing. I agree. Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, Bills. Probably the most exciting game. Crazy game. Like, however, it was exciting in like a not exciting way. It's also not exciting to like the end ish. No, well, well, honestly, why do you think? Was, why? Because there was no like resistance at all. Zero. Literally zero. It was like playing backyard football. Think I saw a dropped pass or like. A sack or like a bat down, or and it wasn't like these touchdowns were hard. No, harder. No. <laughs> these guys were fall. The cornerbacks were falling. What is the name of that the Bills receiver? Gabriel had? Davis had four they, touchdowns. He's like a pretty much a no name. Literally broke that dude's ankles. That was so bad. Touchdown. I mean, like who is that guy? I literally never heard of him. Anyway, let's go to a quick. Uh, I know Chiefs Bills was more exciting than that, but oh, we can talk about the OT. Rules. The OT rules like, is important to discuss. I think. I think. Uh, Zach Cruz is in the building. I think no him way. and Joey are about to do their podcast. Oh, Zach God. and Joey. That sounds good. Com- they had seven. They completely ripped they us off. No, they, they, there's no time. Like, there's no, like... Oh, they just do it randomly? I'm guessing, like, well, we don't have to abide by them because they, they haven't... There's no schedule yet. So they can uh, come when we're done. Okay. Um, um, I think OT rules are terrible. I think... You know, I saw this thing on Instagram. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. So, I don't know if you put the coin to see who says what but you, let's say you flip a coin okay let's say me and you do it if you call heads it's heads you get to choose what yard line the ball is on and then i get to choose whether we want to play offense or defense do you know what i mean so and, and what if like you could put it on the 30 and then i can say okay well we're playing offense and then we only have 30 yards to go but I think this would oh, lead to but, uh, a lot of people just putting on a fifty because they don't want they don't know what the other guys are gonna do. But wouldn't you, but don't you know what the other guys are gonna do based on where you put the ball? Pretty much. So don't you think they put it on the fifty? Or do you yeah, you would always put it on the fifty. Pretty much. But it, maybe in addition to that, maybe put that in just like for fun. But in in addition to that, I, both teams need to touch the ball. I don't care how it happens. I don't care. I don't care really anything else as long as both teams touch the ball. I don't really have a problem. I agree with you. I think. Uh, one thing I'm pretty, I am very strong on this. I don't think they should change the regular season OT rules. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't really think, care about but playoffs, they should. Playoffs. They should and they will. Huge. And they're gonna, they're probably going to the backlash. We've seen this in a few. I mean, you saw that crazy stat the last ten, 20 ten years. Ten and one, the team that won the toss, 10-1. Ten ten so I actually will. Can I, can I, uh, one point of his piece of history right here. Back in like 20 2014 or 15. One of the years that uh, Brock Osweiler was playing for the Broncos and Peyton yeah. Manning got benched for him. All right. There was a game. You just wanted to bring that up. Or maybe it wasn't that game. Hey, actually, maybe I'm wrong. You know, it wasn't that game. It was some It was some Patriots game. I, 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 I'm sorry. I can't remember the opponent. But Bill Belichick decided he won the coin toss and said, we'll defend, and then he lost. Hmm. Isn't that funny? I don't know because he thinks he's outsmarting everybody. That was a dumb decision. Anyways, I think my 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 uh, suggestion: full overtime period, fifteen minutes, fifteen minute quarter, and who wins wins. I don't mind that, but the only thing I don't like about that is like you can just move the clock 
But I guess you could do that in a normal game too. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're not going to milk the clock until the last minutes, which Any they would else? do. Yeah. Duh. One, two. Hmm, that's a good question. For another time. <laughs> All right, let's um, just preview these games real quick. Yeah. Um, nine. Well, let's talk about this. Who you got, and then we'll talk about why. Because that's pretty much covering. All right, Bengals, stuff. Chiefs, who do you got? Um, Bengals plus seven. Uh, that's the spread. That's the spread. I'm not saying I'm picking that. but. Um, how's the Bengals defense this year? It's, it's oh, underrated, but it's nothing crazy. Yeah, because the Chiefs literally picked apart the Bills defense. And the Bills defense is number one in the league. Yeah. Um, however, I think the Bengals are going to put up a freaking fight. I'm going to take the Bengals plus seven. You like a, that? because I love it. B, because the Bengals are exciting. You get the gritty. And C, because I think the Bengals just have a lot of young energy. I agree. Um, Joe Burrow. I think that. You're the way that it's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I, I'll say this. I kind of agree with you. There's no way in heck the Bengals will go down by less more than seven. I will say, yeah, the Chiefs played well last game. I will. I'm. I'm going to tell you, you're going to be surprised. That offense. I'm telling you, the offensive production will not be at that level. It will be a shootout, but it will kind of, but it won't be that kind of shootout. I think Joe Burrow is about to show us that he belongs at the top of the league and not Pat Mahomes. Uh, Bengals win. Wow. Thirty-one twenty-eight. Wow, okay. I think Chiefs still win like, in a realistic I, I'm rooting for the Bengals, but I'm going to take Chiefs 35-24. Uh, Wait, no, you think the Chiefs are going to win? 35-28. Okay, so the covers. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, Chiefs probably win. And then uh, Niners-Rams. I'm going to take Rams. They're, 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 all, they're both staring at us. I don't care what the spread is. I don't know why. It's fine. But I can't He's trying them. to give me – he's texting me. Who? Joey. All right, whatever. Okay, Niners, Rams. Rams by a mile. You think by a mile? I just love – I don't know. I'm, I'm like on the Stafford train right now. I'm just I'm just feeling it. You beat Brady. I don't know. I'm just really on a high. I'm on a Stafford high. Okay, I think I you're probably right. I this guy in the Lions Stafford jersey just yelling at his TV. It was insane. It was electric. It was everything I've ever wanted. Like, I mean, imagine this. Rodgers losing, play- losing in the playoffs – Stafford winning. I mean, it's electric. It's awesome. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think the, I think the Rams have a lot of momentum. I think they're going to win. I think they're better than that Niners team. I think Matt Stafford's going to have a great game. I think it's going to be Rams Bengals. I hope it's Rams Bengals. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Um, but okay, we're getting pushed out of here a little bit right now, guys, because I don't know why. Okay. Um, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, Rams Bengals. That's both of us are going to. Oh, no, you think Rams Chiefs. I think Rams Bengals. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, it was a pleasure being on with you again. Wasn't it? We're a little rushed here, but uh, next time we'll yeah, okay. not be rushed. But I'm next glad time to we'll start on time as well. Glad to get the audience back into this. Yeah. Um, six p.m. Wednesdays. Six p.m. Wednesdays. We're, what we're gonna try to do. Um, so then when we do, so right now they haven't officially scheduled us in yet. Your Thursday classes go on anyway, right? Yeah. So worst case scenario, we go back to Thursday. Worst case scenario. But Wednesdays work fine. Wednesdays work fine for me though. So, all right, you want to sign us off? Uh, I forget how I used to send us off. Just say, just say, just say like what? Five. You love them. Wait, did you miss me? I no. when you were gone. That's why I, I wanted you to admit that the audience. Yeah, I think the audience already knew that. You did miss me. No, I did not miss you. Oh. Okay. And uh, on that note, we're gonna go eat some dinner. We hope our DMs are full of there suggestions. We, mm, and then my belly will be filled later. And, uh, yeah. if, there are, if there's at least one DM, we will. We You'll will be feeling about that. We will post a picture, at least one, right? We think at least two. 
Hopefully two. Well, at least I one. I think Baller definitely said something. If there's at least one, I say we post a picture of what we had. Okay, story. 100%. All right. Until Peace. next week. Peace out, guys. Signing off. Thanks. So quiet. I have to make, I have to wait till this. Um, what do they talk about? Sports? I don't listen to the fucking thing. You gotta know your enemy better than yourself. Well, we didn't get an hour. What did we get? 56 minutes? It's a long time. It's still running, it says. I know. It's because it's, oh, it's, it's a delay. Oh. I gotta pee. I'm gonna go to that bathroom out there. Want to meet me outside? Yeah. What's up, gentlemen? What's up?